Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your daily VRA investing podcast. Bit of a wild day in the market today. Finished uh, off the lows, but still lower for the day. Still a great week, though. Again, remember yesterday, all four indexes hit uh, closed at hit and closed at all-time highs. Uh, today, Dow Jones finished down 124 points, closing at 30,179, down four-tenths to one percent. Same action, S P 500, down four-tenths to one percent. Same action, Russell 2000, down four-tenths to one percent. And our winner on the day was NASDAQ, closing down just nine points. But literally 30 minutes ago, NASDAQ was down over 100 points. Big comeback there. Some of the volatility today is due with, uh, to what's happening with Tesla. The S&P 500 rebalancing takes place. Tesla on Monday will be joining the S&P 500. Nothing like this has ever happened, folks. So here you have a $500 billion plus company, market cap-wise, that's now being added to the S&P 500, one of the largest companies finally making it into the S&P 500. Of course, they had to show profitability first. That's the rule of getting in the big boys game, and they uh, they did it with back-to-back quarters of profitability. And uh, now Elon Musk, massively successful and large company, is finally going to be included in SPX. And that added, uh, this is quarterly rebalancing, so it added a fair amount of volatility. But again, this really is the mother of all rebalancing for the S&P 500, causes some volatility. We we think that's what we saw today, primarily because the VIX, which again had been up as much as 7% in the day, the VIX actually closed lower by 1.7% today. The internals held up real well. So that's likely what this is. Remember, we're also in a very seasonally bullish time frame historically now, uh, really to the end of the year. Maybe the first couple of days of the new year tend to be a very bullish uh, time of year. The Santa Claus rally, as they call it. Uh, And there's also a lot of speculation from the political side of things. If you've uh, been watching the news and maybe you caught what Peter Navarro uh, uh, published yesterday about his synopsis of this massive election fraud that just took place and what should happen. Of course, speculation about the executive order for 2018 being enacted uh, that was, uh, you know, lays out what should happen exactly if foreign election interference is found to have occurred. Whatever election interference occurred, we know what it resulted in. Again, massive fraud, massive election interference. Folks, we're probably going to, assuming we get to the bottom of this, uh, whether it happens with Trump enacting uh, the executive order or enough legislatures come to their senses to uh, find a way to uh, you know, keep Biden below 270 electoral college votes. At the end of the day, I think, I think what we're going to learn is that this has been going on for a long, long time. The number of blue states in this country is probably half, probably half of what's been reported for a long time. Rigged elections, in my view, has been the norm for some time. And again, as a constitutional republic, that simply cannot be allowed to continue. It's our hope that leading Democrats come forward and say, you know what? Over half the country, and this is multiple polls indicate this, well over half the country suspects or believes that something radically illegal just took place in this election. And we'd hope that there are enough patriotic Democrats, true American Democrats, progressives, if you will, that will come forward and say, you know what, this is just too big of a deal. It's too big of a deal not to independently investigate. If that means uh, uh, Pelosi's got to be 
interim president for a while in the weeks, months, however long it takes to get to the bottom of this and hopefully get the uh, Georgia senatorial election suspended. So instead of taking place January 5th or 6th, whatever the date is, push that back as well because this has to be gotten right. There is nothing more important in a constitutional republic than knowing that you can have free and fair elections and it can be trusted. Again, instead of well over half the country suspecting and or knowing that massive election fraud just occurred here. Uh, that's our hope. My guess is most of you listening today, that's your hope as well. Again, there is nervousness around that. Other events are taking place as well. And uh, it, it does promise to make for an interesting next, uh, what are we going to call it, next uh, month or so, right? January the 20th, by the way, the uh, date of uh, inauguration, that also happens to be the only date that's mentioned in the Constitution when it comes to the election. We have about a month to get it right, or 2021 could make uh, 2020 look like a walk in the park. Let's take a look at the internals here today. Again, the internals were good today. This is what uh, really led us to believe that uh, uh, this market wants to continue working its way higher. If I can find my updated internals here, let me hit refresh real quick. Make sure we got the right readings for you. Here we go. Okay, under the hood. Uh, the breath, advanced decline today was negative by about 700 issues on NYSE. NASDAQ was just barely negative. Uh, new 52 week highs to lows. Again, that's where the action's been. That's where the, the breath is. We've seen really the, 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 the broadening out of this market with a number of companies hitting new 52 week highs. Combined today, NYSE and NASDAQ, what is this? I'm, I'm, I'm eyeballing here, folks, that's 700 companies. Just under 700 companies hitting new 52-week highs to 10 hitting new 52-week lows. That's just, these are breathtaking readings. These are, these are eye-opening readings that are rarely seen. The fact that we're seeing them day after day after day after week after week now after a little bit of turbulence we saw in the previous two weeks, but still the strength and new 52-week highs lows have been negative once in four weeks. That, that's what we're talking about here. That's how strong this has been. Same thing in volume, although uh, NYSE volume today was negative by almost two and a half to one. NASDAQ uh, volume came in just slightly negative. So big picture, this is across the board. We're going to call it mixed to positive readings, mixed to positive readings in our internals. Sector watch today, not quite as good. Of our 11 sectors, SP500, we saw, uh, what is that, seven finished lower, four finished higher, Real estate led the way down. Rates were up a bit today. Real estate today down 1.8%. Of course, it's had a good run along with housing. Energy also taking a breather. Energy stocks down. The sector down 1.7% today. On the upside, materials slightly higher. And the rest, not much to really write home about there. And our um, commodity watch we had today. Gold today finishing down $4 an ounce at $18.86. Again, gold's had a nice move higher Took a bit of a breather today. Silver's really led the way. That's very bullish for this group. When silver leads, uh, the uh, uh, gold and the miners tend to follow. Silver today, give him a little bit back, uh, down 24 cents an ounce at 25.94. Copper today really has been one of the great stories of the year, showing Dr. Copper, showing us how strong the global economy is and how fast it's recovering, uh, really to the shock of so many. Copper today up another 1%. At 364 a pound, that's now a, an eight-year high today we hit in copper. Uh, oil today, 
over 49. That's the highest price since February this year. 49.05 a barrel, up 69 cents a barrel. And uh, Bitcoin today, what a run. Tyler got into it yesterday, talked about how Bitcoin leads the markets, uh, both on the way up and the way down, by about five days. Of course, Bitcoin's exploded higher. What is it, up 20% in, in, in two weeks? Bitcoin today uh, giving, uh, no, actually recovering some. Now at 22934 up slightly, up 165 Again, 22934 Remember the story here is scarcity. You know, they're, uh, they've got 18.6 million coins that have now been issued. They're only going to get to 21 million coins, so we're approaching that point. You've now got leading institutions that are buying uh, Bitcoin, adding it to their repertoire. You've got uh, folks like uh, Guggenheim saying uh, Bitcoin's going to 400,000. Three years ago, when everyone started saying Bitcoin's going to go to $100,000, that marked the top. We'll see what happens here. This move does feel real. Open interest has exploded higher. That typically means the move's going to continue. And again, that's also bullish for the broad market as well. But again, the total market cap of Bitcoin, and this is really the story here, is just $400 billion. That sounds big. It's not. Uh, remember, the, the market for gold, uh, total market cap there is in the 9 to $10 trillion range. So uh, this is when you hear people talking about how big Bitcoin could get, that's one of the reasons. But of course, should the day come that Amazon saying that they're accepting Bitcoin, of course, that day should come, uh, then uh, that $100,000 of Bitcoin range could be on the low side. We'll just, I'll repeat here what we said for, for a long time about Bitcoin. Anything could happen. No one can assure you that Bitcoin couldn't just disappear one day because it certainly could It could disappear. No one can even really tell you who created it or uh, maybe, maybe the CIA created it. Uh, that's where my money is, by the way. But if this is going to be a big uh, Ponzi scheme, if it's going to, all the rugs going to be pulled out, these are all possibilities. But the other possibility, and I'd say it's more of a likelihood, is that Bitcoin will gain, continue to gain acceptance and will continue to move higher because of the scarcity value. And it's like almost every other asset. You know, this is something that you want to have a position in. But I'll tell you, I would not, if I, if I had more gold, more Bitcoin than gold or silver, I would not sleep very well at night. I think that that matches many people's views. The upside potential is enormous. The downside potential must be recognized as well. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Hope you had a great week, an even better weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.